Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown review. Guys, it's just a SmackDown review officially. That's so wild to me to have Rampage <laughs> handed over to the incredibly capable hands of the wonderful Iridian Rick, Chino, and Cresta, who you guys know from our Impact post-show. This is just our, our usual go now. It's very odd for me, but I'm very excited to A, start an hour earlier, and B, give our SmackDown show the attention it deserves. And joining me tonight, because our wonderful co-host Alex is off in Power Rangers land doing some cool stuff at their convention, we have the delightful Stephanie here. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm awesome. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm so excited to have you on. I saw you on Overbooked earlier this week, and yes. I was like, we're going to steal her for the SmackDown show with <laughs> Alex being out. You, yeah, you know, to be honest, a Power Ranger convention sounds amazing as well, so I'm a little jealous if we're being he honest. He does some but... <laughs> really cool work in that space, and then he was like, oh yeah, I'm like helping basically run the convention. I was like, okay, boy boss, <laughs> we love that for you. That's awesome. Right. But gives me a chance to bring in awesome people like you. So I'm so excited to have you on board. Guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats if you want to get your question or statement read on air. Can't believe we're in the middle of June already. This is your post show for June 16th. I should mention, you can also support us at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Send us your biddies on over there, please. And of course, we remind you to leave a thumbs up on this video. The best and easiest free way to support us. And finally... At the end of my opening plugs, we remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select at FightfulSelect.com. Breaking news there every single day, just about. Sometimes Sean takes a Sunday off. God bless him. <laughs> the show in Lexington tonight. So he's kind of our live correspondent coming in hot over there. But uh, plenty, plenty, plenty going on at Fightful Select, including... Some news on the CM Punk interview that came out today. I'm sure we're going to have plenty more coming out of Collision. Contract news coming around the pike. We've got a busy summer ahead, so stay tuned to the most accurate scoops in the game over at FightfulSelect.com. 
But we are going to dive in to SmackDown. What were your thoughts on the show overall today, Steph? I honestly thought it was a solid show from start to finish. I thought they mixed in the women really well. Um, anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge women's wrestling supporter. So I always like to see that they are uh, featured throughout the show. And I thought they did a good job of that tonight. Um, again, solid show. Yeah, my only uh, overarching complaints with how the women were used, I was looking, I was like, man, it was a short amount of in-ring time, but that was kind of the case on the whole show. Like, that was not female-specific tonight. Yeah. All of the matches were a little bit shorter. This was a very talky-talk show today. It was talky-talk. I think they were trying to fit in that tag team elimination match, which took up a lot of time. So I think a lot of stuff ended up being a little shorter than normal, but we always talk about how the women's matches are typically short anyway. So we want to see improvement on that. But again, I'm at least glad we got to see a lot of faces tonight, um, which is always welcome. So as am I, we have DJ page. This isn't a super chat or humper chat, but a nice chat. So I'm pulling it up saying, hello, who is this beautiful black queen? Well, this is the wonderful Stephanie hypes. Uh, We normally say plugs till the end, but let's, let's have you introduce uh, your work (laughs) since you're outside of the fightful network um, up up front here. Tell, tell people where you're at and, We'll give a, a cheap plug to our overbooked crew too, because they had you and Chrissy on earlier in the week. But yes. what's your normal rotation? And we'll we'll introduce you that way. Well, uh, I am Stephanie Hypes. Uh, you can find me usually on Twitter at Stephanie Hypes. To be honest, I'm just a really positive hype fan uh, of pro wrestling. <laughs> I have been since I was six years old. That's kind of what I'm known for. I'm also known as a huge Becky Lynch fan, which I think most people know about me. If you know me, um, that's kind of how it started. I was her unofficial hype woman that I, that people gave me that name. Uh, and then it just kind of transpired into all wrestling, uh, all pro wrestling. So, um, but you can typically find me uh, on serving face and Hills, which is under the true Hill heat brand um, on their YouTube page uh, every other Sunday. And with my tag team partner, Miss Chrissy love, and we actually cover and talk about all women's wrestling. It is an all women's wrestling show. Uh, we talk about WWE, we talk about AEW, we talk about Impact, New Japan, Stardom, as much as we can. Uh, we are two mothers, uh, so <laughs> sometimes we get pretty busy, uh, but we try and catch as much as we can. But our favorite part is obviously talking in the chat with people. They suggest matches for us to watch, all sorts of things. So it's just fun. It's laid back. It's a Sunday morning, y'all. Like, uh, just come drink your coffee and chat with us and laugh because it's a lot of fun but other oh, than that yeah. you can again find me on twitter uh chatting about wrestling yeah <laughs> being normal and nice and positive so we love that definitely check out stephanie and chrissy's fantastic too i, I can't put you guys over enough really fun stuff Amazing. and man i'm with you i love there's so much great wrestling that's going on right now it's hard to keep up like i want to watch sometimes yeah, I want to watch even more than I'm covering, which is challenging because I'm covering six nights a week. So it's a yes. it's a lot. It's a lot. You of are a stuff. busy woman. You are a busy woman. <laughs> I am frequently tired. I actually, uh, I actually texted Sean because I've, I've just been having like a, a weird anxiety week and I have nothing to do with the collision show tomorrow. And that's oh, wow. awesome. Like, I, I don't have to work on the production <laughs> side. I like I can just sit back and watch it, but I, I feel like I'm supposed to. And I texted Sean and I was supposed to be like, doing something. A hundred percent. And I just, I texted yeah. Sean and was like, can you just, I was like, I know you're at the show. 
can you just tell me I'm not doing anything tomorrow? My anxiety is out of control. He was like, you're good. You're not doing anything tomorrow. I was like, okay. But I just needed that extra layer. because well, I'm, I'm like, forgetting something. I just know it. 100%. That's so funny. That's, I understand that 100%. I, I got you. <laughs> Lord Kev saying, well, 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 hello, ladies. Well, 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 hello, Lord Kev. Thank you for hello, the supportive chat. We're going to dive in here with, as you alluded to, we, we started with our eliminator match. We're going to group all the bloodline stuff together for as the bloodline turns at the end of this, but we start with, uh, it took a, I think it was about a half hour match with this gauntlet mm -hmm. match. And I thought it was pretty well done. Gauntlet matches can always read a little bit funky, but, uh, a, a big time match that had a pretty deadly winning here against the brawling brutes hit row, the LWO, the OC and the street profits. Uh, I'm going to run down kind of the eliminations that happened in a couple of sequences. And then you can tell me whatever you liked about the, the booking and the, the work in this match, but because there's so much going on, let me try and get through <laughs> it. And then we'll, we'll talk about it from a little bit of a higher view, but uh, yeah. we start with the street profits and the brawling brutes. Uh, and Nice little exchange here. I don't love that the Street Profits went out first, but we do have a really nice uh, sequence with Montez Ford kind of fighting back at one point with strikes and flipping out into a really nice back suplex and landing it in Saguri, just like he's always so athletic and impressive. But ultimately, the Street Profits are eliminated with the bro kick, and that is kind of the story for the next few eliminations here. We get the OC <laughs> coming in. Uh, a nice suplex from Gallows into a chin lock here. But again, Sheamus eliminating with a bro kick and pinning Anderson. The LWO come in and they are over. I love hearing the reactions. Very. I love hearing authentic reactions and not piped in reactions for things like this. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden everybody's like. cheering at the same volume at once. It's just always it's so My favorite crazy. part is when you hear that. And they show the audience and everyone's like, and I'm like, you're, no one's moving. They're all like, noise. <laughs> and the crowd's like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just like, don't work. Doesn't work. But LWO very organically okay. over here. Um, yes. Getting eliminated though from Ridge Holland doing some work here, catching wild in a belly to belly suplex and a storm breaker to cruise Ridge getting the pin there. And then in an, and he's gone, elimination, we get Bro coming in for about two seconds. Uh, bro kicked Did the, they even the come top. in? Did the bell ring? It was like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, he's out. <laughs> he's out. Seamus hitting a bro kick on top dollar for the pin. Uh, I don't. We'll talk about it in a moment. Let me get through the rest of this, but pretty <laughs> yes. deadly kind of giving them the only challenging piece of this and ultimately getting away with the win here. A really fun spot with um, Wilson crawling away from Seamus uh, and getting the wind up for the modern, but um, gets a nice like beat in on, on Prince Seamus. Yes. Just so much fun doing all of this, but picking up Wilson for the razor's edge, which looked great. Uh, Prince getting a blind tag and jumping in with a guillotine leg drop. Sheamus yep. as he pins Wilson and he'll get that pin. And that kind of does it for the match. Kind of thought Pretty Deadly was, was going to take this one. They've been poised to. Um, a lot of 
a little bit too obvious work. Kind of wish the yes. Street Profits had a better showing. I, I feel like they deserve uh, a bigger spotlight. They were drafted really high on the draft episode. Kind of felt like they were going to be positioned to have maybe some more meaningful programs here, but the tag picture outside of the title picture still hasn't fully straightened itself out yet. Um, yeah. Hit row, man. Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand that we need more roster depth, and I understand that not everybody can win all the time, but they're better than jobbing all the time. It feels like Top Dollar had yeah. one botch, and they were like, well, that is all you do now, and that feels unfair to me. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of like this coming down to the Brawling Brutes and um and Pretty Deadly. Like that that feels nice, a nice offset in styles and also characters. Like Pretty Deadly is so much fun and silly and goofy, and the Brawling Brutes are serious and hard hitting. Yeah. So for the team that was gonna go the distance but didn't quite make it, the Brawling Brutes fit that spot really nice. Um yep. like Pretty Deadly here, them and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I think will be a whole lot of fun. What did you think of the match and what did you think of uh, our winners here today? Uh, so I agree with you. Um, I, I actually was hoping the Street Profits would be down a little further in the Glint match. Because, oh, <laughs> we got a run in. Hi, Sean. And he's live. <laughs> no way he was going to um, hear us. No way he was going to hear us. I know. It, was, it sounds so loud. Um, so a couple things. So I, I do wish the street profits weren't first. Um, I kind of was hoping they'd be like maybe third or fourth because to your point, they were drafted super high. And so I'm kind, I'm kind of getting confused on, are we pushing them or are we not? Are they high on our priority list or are they not? Do they have other plans for them or do they not? Like, it's it's kind of confusing as a fan to see where they're going with them. Um, and obviously them losing first in this gauntlet match was not what I, not what I was expecting, but that's what happened. Um, as far as, okay, so it, it became pretty obvious with how strong uh, the Brawling Brutes were doing that they were going to lose, if that makes sense. Yes. Uh, they, they were booking them super strong, you know, going through all the teams and stuff. And I'm like, now they're really going to give them this like huge shine during this whole match and have them win. Um, and then when I saw pretty deadly was last, I have to say, I really do believe that they have done a great job of booking these new call-ups. They really put pretty deadly on a the map. They haven't changed a thing about their gimmick. They didn't change their name, uh, which was an issue before uh, calling them up and changing names. And they're they're just staying true <laughs> to what it is and what got them over in the first place. And I absolutely love that. But the way they're doing it by literally putting them now in a pay-per-view match, a PLE match, whatever they call it now, um, against Owens and Sami Zayn in London, in their hometown, like that to me is just awesome. And I, I don't expect them to win, but I do, this will put them on the map. It will be a great match between the four of them. And you know the promos are going to be amazing. They did have that after promo. Um, my favorite thing is obviously Kevin Owens trolling all these wrestling tropes. Uh, and I hope it continues forever. And, you know, I, I, I did enjoy the match overall. As far as Hit Row goes. Um, I mean, you're right. He botched once. And I think from there, they were just kind of like, 
yeah, you're going to be the fall guys, you know, um, they just don't take them seriously is what it seems like. And it is what it is. I, my, one of my favorite things as well, Cole, obviously loving when hit row loses and uh, his ongoing feud with top dollar. I, I just, I love that. I love how Michael Cole's like, good. They're out. Like, you know, like it's, as a commentator, nice like you just don't personality. Just don't get there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, Again, great match overall. Shaman is an absolute star. I love watching him just go off on people. Uh, obviously, him doing the double... Um, I forgot what they call it. When he beats their chest. Uh, doing oh, the God, double one times. on Pretty Deadly. Yeah. yeah, and he got up to 30. Um, and then he's just kind of like... Ugh. <laughs> and I think it was um, Cole. He's like, I can't breathe. Like After he did... It was just really funny. I, it, it was a great match overall. The right people won. Um, again, it'll, it'll put them over greatly. And uh, I'm excited to see, obviously, you do at the PLE. I am, too. I think, um, you know, with the Street Profits are an interesting one because I, I think there's a couple of ways that they could go. They could just take a little bit of time and they could find their footing as a tag team again. But they had kind of been leaning into and hinting at a Montez Ford singles run. And maybe if they yeah. continue to lose... They come to, I, I would prefer an organic split. I don't think you need tag teams to always be like, and now we hate each other. I, I think they can just go. Now we need to fight. Yeah. yeah like they yeah. could kind of just test the waters on that. But um, I'm intrigued did, to see I mean, that. they did it with um, the New Day, right? Yeah. The New Day said we're never going to turn on each other. And instead they like encouraged, you know, Big E to go out by himself. They encouraged um, each other, Xavier to go out by himself. Yeah, like. There's look no reason why they got. can't do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. look what we got from that stable. You had Xavier Woods winning King of the Ring. You had Kofi Mania. You had Big E winning a title. You had, um, you know, before the Usos dethroned that record, they were the longest reigning tag team in, in WWE history. Like, there's a, a lot of good you can do when you keep a unit intact but let people explore paths. And the New Day yeah. are one of the very few to successfully in the modern era stick to their guns on that and i love to see that but you did reference a really really fun backstage <laughs> segment that we got which i do want to talk about here sammy Zayn wants yes. to know why why elton and kit are still hanging around five minutes after this match and uh they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna say uh that they are gonna stick around for a lot longer once they beat uh <laughs> owens and sammy and Owens is like very controlled here. And Sammy is like, how is this not bothering you? He's Owens like, how does this not bother you? I have all the things. And he's like, all the things. He's like, I've been working on my calm. I love it so much. <laughs> I love this version. I love every version of Kevin Owens. Like he's just my dude. Right. But um, I get who doesn't love Kevin Owens. He'll face. It you? doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. Him being the only person on the roster who's realistic and calls out bullshit is my favorite thing. Like, I just love it. And with himself, too, when he's like, whenever he turns face after being a heel, he's like, I kind of lost my way there. I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, he just always like he addresses it, right. Me. He's like, look, <laughs> y'all, I'm sorry. I went a little crazy. Like, I just, I love it. And he doesn't let you forget anything. Like, if he happened to run into Elias, he would bring up Ezekiel. Like, he'll still talk about it till this day, if he needs to. Like, I just... It's, it's wonderful. I love him. He's, he's like, I, I know 
I went on a tirade about Texas for like three months when I was facing Stone Cold. I'm sorry. It's so much fun. Uh, But loved it here. Love him working on his column. But he does say he wants to punch them in their stupid faces. So I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. That should be fun. Tony P chiming in with the chat saying, so you're telling me Seamus didn't see the ref make the tag in motion in his face. Also, why do Cole keep saying people steal things when they followed the rules and was just more clever than their opponents? Um, Because they're heels. Quite frankly, that's kind of how you you have to put it over that way. Like you have to put it over as um of them. You can you can follow rules and be clever and it still be like not the right thing to do. I think that's an important way to to build stuff out on the heel front. Um to answer that question. But but good stuff here. And we move along to EO Sky with Bailey in her corner versus Zelina Vega. Now this is what I was a little frustrated with talking about the lack of wrestling screen time for women on the show. But when I yes. looked at this whole rundown outside of that tag contendership match, there was not a lot of in-ring action. So keeping that yeah. in mind, but was hoping for more out of this match. Um, Bailey's on the apron to distract Selena, but it goes poorly as she's distracting the ref when EO gets a roll up. Uh, and we end with Zelina getting the win here, which surprised me. I, I thought Io and Bailey were kind of headed towards something at Money in the Bank. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see what ends up happening because we, we know what the qualifying situation is. But Vega yeah. getting a 619 for the win. Later we see uh, Io and Bailey in the back with Shotzi kind of stirring the pot a little bit more. Shotzi asking yep. Bailey to uh, put her spot on the line against her in a match, and EO accepts on Bailey's behalf. Bailey is like, "Hey, why the heck would you do that?" Which is a fair. <laughs> when that's question. literally Bailey's thing. Bailey has been accepting matches all the time. <laughs> on behalf of Dakota and EO for the last six months. Like <laughs> that's yeah. totally her thing. EO's like, exactly. "Now you get a little payback." Now she's how like, it feels. <laughs> "Karma, it's karma, karma right here." Karma. Um. I don't have a ton to say about the match because it was very short, but I do like this angle. I think it's a healthy thing for them to rake up because it, they were being booked so poorly to start. And I feel like they're all at the point as single stars where they can do a lot of really great work. I think a lot of people want to see Asuka and Io. I think Bailey is one of the most selfless wrestlers in the world as far as making opponents Absolutely. look good title or non-title so i i don't hate this idea at all i like where it's heading kind of taking a while like we can move it along a little bit but i don't have any problems with what happened tonight i wish the match had a little more meat on the bone but what did you think of the match and where what do you think of where the story is going who do you see coming out of this heel and face because i think you could go either way um i never and i've said this before anyone who knows me knows this i never in my life want to ever see bailey face again I'm sorry. Okay. I love okay. this character. It's just it just works. If she's a tweener, fine, whatever. But I love this character. I just it just works for her. And I just never want to see her face again. If um out of this particular well, let's talk about the match. That was very short. Um <laughs> obviously this this show was very story driven, more so than wrestling driven, um, which is fine, right? You do have your wrestling parts. Uh, or wrestling shows that are more wrestling focused. Uh, this was a very story focused show. So 
this was more to set up the tension between EO and Bailey than it was Zelina and EO. Uh, I, I was actually kind of looking forward to this match today because EO and Zelina do have some history. And, um, you know, Zelina did post on Twitter today about how she's looking forward to this match with EO and you don't need Bailey. And she's kind of egging it on as well. Um, so I was interested to see, and they, they did a good job for this short amount of time that they had. Um, and, you know, Zelina getting the pop with the 619. Um, she's kind of on a little wrestling run right now. Uh, she's been a manager for so long. I'm kind of happy they're letting her get some ring time in. Not a lot, <laughs> but some. Uh, sure. And and I, I was happy for her that she's got some ring time. But uh, as far as Bailey and EO go, I do believe EO will be face. I do believe, especially after that reaction she got in Puerto Rico, insane, insane. <sighs> Um, so I think EO will be facing this. I love the tension. I actually was expecting them to lose because one of them are my pick to win money in the bank. Okay. Cause I do believe this furthers the tension between the two of them. If they either both grab the briefcase at the same time and, or, uh, if one of, one of the other wins, you know, and pushes the other one off the ladder, whatever it might be. Um, sure. so I, I, I can see that's how EO I'm picking EO mostly. Cause I want to, I want her to go against Oscar and that's how maybe she gets to her. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. This can go either way. I do believe EO will be face. Bailey will be Hill. I'm looking forward to their feud. Um, because this is going to obviously end up that way. And I'm more interested to see what happens with Dakota when she comes back in the mix. He's back from injury. Uh, and she has her two besties fighting. So, yeah, this is an interesting one. I I am inclined to agree. I think EO being as over as she is is good. And on SmackDown with Charlotte face, which I still don't know how I feel about that, but with her being a face, um, having Bailey as a heel offset is is a good call. Um, and I do. I'm so intrigued though because I I feel like Bailey could be a different type of face than she's ever been. I think she would get there very organically. And I do yeah. have a soft spot in my heart for um, the version of EO Sky who hates everybody, even people she's friends with. Like there's something, it's almost like Andrade who didn't understand friendship for a while. Like I, I love <laughs> characters like that who yes. can't wrap their head around liking people and authentic relationships. They, they crack me They're up. Like, what you want me to pair with these people? Like, you're right. I do yeah. like that EO as well. Like, that face you would always make, like, you want me to do what? Like, and she just looks annoyed. <laughs> like, yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, 
Get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She's like, I don't like you, but you're a means to an end all the time. Like, always cracks right. me up. I love that. But I think you're right. I think the money is an Oscar versus EO, and so you're going to want EO face for that. I like where where that's going as well. I think that could be really fun. I'm thinking Bailey either intentionally or unintentionally costs EO or vice versa. I think there's a lot of fun to be had there. Yes, I agree. Move along to an interesting segment. Um, Interesting more in where it's going than for what it was, I think. Um, We have Bianca wanting a rematch and Adam Pierce saying that he... Kind of just doesn't have time for that right now. But time, I, love, I love stressed out Adam Pierce. This guy's just always laughing. He's Isn't like, he I really felt want- like every week by whether it's Chelsea, <laughs> it's so whether it's Bianca, whether it's just it's always like, fighting, whether like where's Ad- like he needs like a, an assistant. He's someone get this really man does. like just some some calming pills, maybe some meditation. I don't know. Yeah, he goes through a lot. He does go through a lot. We're right yes. in that. But I, it does crack me out how he's he's always stressed. And it's so funny to me. But um, <laughs> we get the Grayson Waller effect with Charlotte. And this is getting kind of interesting because I don't know if where they're going is somewhere that they have control over. And I'm always intrigued to see how the situations play out. But he uh, brings up Charlotte ending Asuka's undefeated streak at mania he asks if she's going to become a 15 time champion she says 15 16 time doesn't matter only matters is that she's got oscar's number um leans pretty heavily asking for the woo there because she didn't get it organically um and then we have bianca belair coming in and it it feels like they might be leaning into some heel stuff with her but they're at this dangerous inflection point in my opinion of she's extremely over and much like Becky Lynch, when she was a heel, I want to root for her because she's saying a bunch of stuff that's very smart. And <laughs> I, yeah, I I like smart correct. faces. Your girl Becky is very, very smart. And when they made her a heel, it was like, well, I don't want to root against the really smart person. But Bianca on the mic saying that, you know, Charlotte's accolades are, are pretty undeniable. But she was told she would get a rematch when she lost and Charlotte just came in and jumped the line. It's that easy for her every time. Right. Um, Charlotte brings up not getting a rematch after Rhea Ripley. And I kind of paused and said, well, we don't do automatic return shots and you didn't ask for one. And, but you, Bianca, and as Bianca said, you, you, you left. 
You bounce. ran away, girl. Come you on. Ran you ran. So I feel like we're leaning into a heel turn that's predicated on the idea of um, Bianca's tried to do everything right and it's gotten her nowhere. So is she going to start leaning into doing things maybe not the right way? But based on the crowd reactions tonight, people are still rooting for that. Now, we do set up a match where she could very easily cost Charlotte. And I like that because I want Asuka to have a real run. I don't want this to be transitional in that way. But if they're going to try and turn Bianca heel out of this, I don't know if that's going to work because Charlotte's already getting mixed reactions and people really like Bianca and she's smart in this. I want to root for smart people. I don't I- think Charlotte is heel or uh, face. I, I think this I've always said this about Charlotte. It so to me, Charlotte is just the queen, if that makes sense. Like either gonna boo her, you're gonna woo her. Like the two. Um, and I think she just kind of I I remember when she came back before, they were truly trying to make her face. And it felt it felt forced. So it was like people have always either cheered her or booed her. It just depends on who she's going against. So I'm like, you can't really, to me, put that face or heel on. However you react to her is how you react to her. To your point in this segment, they're chanting EST with her standing right across from Charlotte the whole time. So it's like, if you try and pull another, you know, heel turn, I'm going to pop you in the face type thing, uh, you know, it's going to turn out the same way it did for Becky. Uh, People are rooting for the person who doesn't have 14 championships, you know, uh, yep. Bianca's now given Bianca's at a different height in her career than Becky was when, when that happened, but beyond, uh, uh, sorry, Bianca made great points in her promo saying you may be 14 time champion, but I did all this and way less championships. I'm the longest reigning modern era women's champion. And I did that in less than 14. Times. You know what I mean? Like she made solid points. Uh, and she's like, you better put some respect on my name, girl. I popped. I was like, yeah, like, my God. God. Yes. No, but I love the promo back and forth. It honestly made me more excited for whenever we do get Charlotte versus Bianca, because it's going to be an amazing match. So we'll see where it goes, where Oscar falls into this again, to your point, I want Oscar to have a good reign, a good longer reign, because I'm sorry, I need Oscar versus Io for the title. Even if Oscar retains, I just want to see it. A hundred percent. I agree with you. Yes. I agree with you on that. Michael Dammit saying, I love EO, but other than the PR, I've yet to see her be really over and it's heartbreaking. This is kind of why, because I, I think people want to root for EO, but they just um, haven't given her a context to, to really be able to cheer for her outside of that match in Puerto Rico. Like it's been, um, it's been rough. It's, it's been like damage control seemed like such a force and then they were not, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think them breaking up is probably the healthiest thing that they can do. Matthew plus always our lovable troll saying I'm rooting for your internet. I'm rooting for you to keep giving us money. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm rooting for. Thank you, Matthew plus, but um, donate more so, money so we can get more better internet. <laughs> exactly. So we can upgrade our services. That's what I'm saying. I'm no, man, it's uh, it's brutal over here in Optimum Land. I'm not going to lie, but... I mean, how would you book this out, though? Like, okay, so you have Asuka versus Charlotte. 
Bianca's already said I'm going to be at ringside for that trust, right? So whoever wins, I'm going to be in that ring next, right? Does she interfere and does this turn into a triple threat? Um, does, you know, Oscar end up retaining, you know, because Bianca distract whatever. And Bianca and Charlotte go ahead and start their feud and Oscar goes and feuds with somebody else. Like, where do you go from here? Because Oscar is in the mix. We know Bianca and Charlotte is the money match they're trying to get to eventually. Um, I don't know if, if Bianca's turning hill versus, and if you guys do watch our show on Facing Hills, we have actually said, I need to see more from Bianca as champion. I wish she was more aggressive. I wish she was more, you know, I don't take the BS, if you will. Like, she's very friendly and nice. You know, a good, a true baby face, right? Um, but after a while, it's like, all right, let's let's see some some, you know, uh, gumption, if you will. And uh, she is showing that now. And I don't necessarily know if that means she's turning hill or if she's just done playing around. Uh, and she's had enough of, of of being nice and friendly, and she's taking what's hers. So I, I'm interested to see where it goes. If they do turn her hill, they're going to be cheering her regardless. So that's what's kind of tricky here. I agree with you. She was getting like John Cena levels of protected and it was it was getting a little bit stale. Part of that was just because she had had such a successful reign and beat so many people already, right? Um, yes. And if you lose the thing that you've held on to for this long, um, you should be upset by that and you should want it back. So she could very easily stay faced through this. My yeah. thing is... I'm very interested in a heel Bianca because I thought she was awesome as a heel in NXT. Yeah. This ain't the feud to make that work. Like these two no. need to, for Charlotte's no. sake too, I feel like should both be on opposite sides of, of where they're at. Um, yes. But uh, Taylor Cannon saying, unfortunately, turning Bianca against Charlotte might not work. Remember when they tried that against Becky, it feels like if that's what they're trying to do, this is the literal mistake that they are not learning from at all. Yeah. Yeah. And no, Charlotte is not the one. If you want someone to turn heel, Charlotte's not the one. Yeah. I, the I don't one. think that's, that's going to work, but no. I also don't know if you need clean heel and face to that degree. Like you could have I don't think you do. mixed reactions. Yeah. I think it could be really, really good. So I think um, if they do Charlotte versus Bianca, which I'm assuming they're going to do here eventually, I think as long as they understand that you don't need the clear face hill in this, and it's just two strong, successful women uh, who both want the title, I, I think if they focus on that, uh, two women with incredible accolades behind their name, then I think it would be very successful. If they try and force the face hill thing, it's going. It's not going to go the way they want it to. Yeah, to your earlier question, the way I would book it, if I'm booking it in WWE style, I probably have, I probably have Bianca cost Charlotte so that Asuka can retain, and it sets up the side feud of the two of them. That's that's probably how that goes, or some kind of dirty finish that in, involves getting from point A to point C in a sense where the title moves on. So my ideal thing would be uh, uh, Asuka and and uh, EO feud. I don't know if you want to do that here. That could be Mania season at least, like Rumble into yeah. Mania. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see where this goes for sure. 
Um, Bianca's great on the mic, man. She's just, oh, she's such a star. The more she, aggressive she is to me, the better. Agreed. Agreed. She Absolutely. just like, it's a little bit more authentic because it just, it felt like a huge, it feels mm -hmm. like human reactions when she's like, that was my title. I didn't get my shot back. <laughs> like, I love it. And love you it decided so to walk away and your ass just walked back in here and just took your chance. And yeah. And it, you said not in my house. <laughs> also, <laughs> not quietly. how people feel, right? Like, I think a lot of people had that reaction last week and it makes it a lot more justified when she gets called out on that. Like, yes. everyone was like, oh, you really just walked in here and got a title shot, didn't you? So, yes. Yes. But we move have, on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say, I was like, literally, uh, Troy was calling me right before we started to talk about that segment. So I just know he has a lot he wants to say. So I have I have a phone call right after this, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sometimes you got to talk about wrestling after you talk about wrestling. It happens to me oh, all the time. <laughs> So we move on to our mixed tag match with AJ Styles and Michin versus Karrion Cross and Scarlett. We get Cross with the cross jacket. AJ Styles is fading and Cross hits the cross hammer. Cross, 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 and a pump handle <laughs> into a spinning flatliner. I like to call it the almost F5. Um, and he gets the win here. This was another one where um, it was very short, a very, very, very short, short match. Um, I want to see more from AJ Styles for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I think this was, I mean, there's, there's just not a lot to dig into when <laughs> the match is so short, but this was perfectly fine. It's nice to I see Scarlett. Meechan shined. Meechan got that, to shine. Got she, also, great shine. she also flicked off Sean Ross Sapp on her way to the ring, which I always appreciate. <laughs> did she? Um, she did, yeah. Sean tweeted about that and uh, tried to get oh, Elon no. Musk to to speak on it, but um, <laughs> but uh, she's she's fantastic. It, it's nice to see her in the ring. It's nice to see her on a a path. I like mixed gender stables, and I'm I'm not a big fan of the mixed tag match trope, but I do yeah. like having groups of people run together that have people of multiple genders in them. It it feels like an obvious thing. I have friends that are dudes all the time, um, right. So I I really really like that and Scarlet can wrestle man like it's it's nice to see her in the ring. Scarlet and Carrie Cross are not like the most for me characters in the world, but they've been trying to make something work with them. AJ Styles is about as good as it gets, right? Um, and, yeah. and nice to see Michin in there as well. Your thoughts on on our match here? <sighs> I don't know. They they brought. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Uh, they, don't apologize. <laughs> they brought back Carrie and Cross and Scarlet. And, and you know, I, I actually like both of them. It's just not clicking for me. Sure. Um, it is nice to see Scarlet wrestling. I actually post on Twitter because I honestly wasn't sure. I'm like, is this the first time she's actually wrestled on main roster since um or no, I think I asked this is the first time she's wrestled on main roster. I guess she wrestled in 2016 on main roster against Naya. In a squash match. Okay. Um, okay. It, you know how Twitter will come through with that. Uh, and so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but I haven't seen her with boots on since they came back. Um, at least not wrestling boots. So it was nice to see her <laughs> in the ring. Um, I was a big fan of the mixed match challenge. Sure. But, um, and that was, you know, a thing for, you know. Its for own fun. vehicle. It, yeah, it was its yeah, own that's, thing. That's cool. Um. Yeah. 
to your point, I as well love mixed like intergender stables. I absolutely love it. Um, I mean, it was a match. Uh, I thought Meechum was awesome. She actually <laughs> did some moves on Carrion Cross. Uh, I think two or three times actually she she got her hands on Carrion. Um, one being like a her Karana, I believe. So I'm just curious to see where this is going because to your point, uh, AJ Styles is the best it gets. Where is it really going? I think you are. They are trying to find something for carrying across and Scarlet here. Um, so I'm curious just to kind of see where it leads. But uh, they just have not clicked since coming back for me. Um, they just haven't found the right thing uh, for them booking wise. So we'll see. Obviously, where it goes. But it was cool to see Meechan get some shine. I absolutely love her. Um, I did not know she flipped Sean Ross uh, sap off. So I. Fully I supported. apologize, but also laugh. So, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last part is what we're looking for. <laughs> last part is what we're looking for. Look, I agree with you. Something isn't clicking here, stuff. Something didn't have me up on this match. And sometimes, if you're having trouble getting things up, you need a little bit of help, okay? You need a little <laughs> bit of assistance. We're over here talking I'm SmackDown. We're talking Blue Brands. Sometimes... Not every match has you standing on end. So you call on your friends at Blue Chew to help you out. If you're watching this, you have probably considered becoming a pro wrestler at some point. Well, let me tell you, I got your gimmick and I got your gimmick. Here's your gimmick name. Rock Hard Eric Shins. And your gimmick is Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Same approved ingredients as uh, Viagra and Cialis, but you don't want those. You don't want those. You want Blue Chew. It's a chewable, gets into your system a lot faster. It's ready when you are or when you're not. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that step up in performance. Or maybe you just want a little bit of additional confidence. Take an online uh, questionnaire with a physician, and when approved, it arrives straight to your door. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping because that first shipment is free when you use the code Fightful. Mailman's not going to know what's up. Uh, the, the, the nosy Nellies around your neighborhood aren't going to know what's up, but let me tell you, that special someone's going to know what's up. BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. I was going to make a phenomenal forearm joke, but I thought that might have been over the line for having a guest host on, so we went in the direction that we did instead. But then I remembered Chrissy's your co-host, so you probably... I'm like, I'm like look, Miss Kate, look. If you know me, do the joke. That's, do the joke. You know, that's it. If you know me, do the joke. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. That's that's it. And if you are here for a good time, bluechew.com code Fightful. Hey, we <laughs> know you're saving money with all of our Fightful promo codes, okay? And there's a place where you can go and spend all that money, and that's FightfulSelect.com. Guys, not only did we have all the scoops that I mentioned before, and not only are we going to have more scoops coming, because my God, every time CM Punk breathes, there's scoops coming down the pike, but you get a ton of bonus content back there, okay? You get uh, Sour Graps, uh, post shows for everything but the main channel on, on Tuesdays where we do the NXT Sour Graps post show live. You get pay-per-view post shows back there. You get the list goes on with Jimmy and Sean talking a lot about the industry side of the business it's it's kind of turned into. You got Ask Rhapsody. You get so much bonus content in addition to all the scoops that are back there. 
Um, so please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. And a reminder that we have a Collision Post show coming up because we've got a brand new wrestling show on the horizon starting tomorrow. We have the incredible Iridian, who I know you've spoken of highly and, and worked with a little bit. We've got Cresta Star, who is maybe my favorite podcaster here. Definitely like her better than me. My God. Like she just... <laughs> The amount of personality and fun she brings to the space are incredible. She does our impact post show if you're not not hip to that. But um, and we have the wonderful Riccicino as well. So a lot of fun to be had there. The the rampage review that was here is gonna fold over into that, but they're gonna be a really, really awesome trio. I think I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what they bring to to Fightful and stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. I know a lot of people are are busier on Saturday, so if you can't catch it live please go back and, and catch it on YouTube or in podcast form because I, I think you're in for a treat. There's a lot of a lot of fun and great analysis to be had there. We're up to six nights a week with post shows, man. It's it's a lot of wrestling, but get behind the paywall with us. Support us there. Other ways you can support Super Chats and Humper Chats like this one that came in from Jam Beard saying, Cross and Scarlet might do better if they bring in another person to join them as a tag team or maybe two others for a stable. That's an interesting idea. I don't know. Who do you bring in, though, that like that would go with their gimmick? That's the thing. And yeah, I think you do run. I, I'm not a, a spooky gimmick gal, so I, I feel like it's oversaturated kind of already because it's not my thing. But if you have judgment day and you have assuming bray wyatt is able to come back at some point um you have you put what them he with bray wyatt? going on i mean that's the thing is like if they view him as a star you'd want him positioned to be the leader and you can't do that with bray but you also don't want like an overabundance of kind of spooky yeah. weird stables right so i i think that's that's a little bit tricky but at, it, it is ambiguous a little bit because Scarlet can wrestle, but doesn't. And she she doesn't really like control him, but she definitely feels yeah. like she's the biggest presence. Like there's, it's a, it's a, they could use some cleaning up and I don't hate the idea of bringing in other people. It's just, um, I don't know if that helps or hurts yet. I don't know if that helps or hurts yet. Just want to give a quick one. shout out. Romeo is in the chat. Hell Romeo yeah. Heat. I love me some Romeo. Romeo but he rules. actually said Alba and Isla uh, would oh, fit. He said Joe Gacy too. That's interesting. And they do kind of have that spooky, you know, it, uh, they might be able to work that in somehow. Alba and that's, Isla that's would actually be, yeah, that would be cool. That would like, be that really, would really, really cool. cool. I'm kind of curious now. I kind of want that to happen. Thanks, Romeo. Hi, Romeo. And thanks, Romeo. Hi, Rom. <laughs> Romeo, why do the Yankees suck? Your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Romeo is so great. I did. I I was um, a guest on the, I'll never forget this. And he's going to be like, Kate, move on. But I can't. I was a guest <laughs> on the, um, not this past WrestleMania, but before night, I think it was night two watch along. And I just couldn't handle what they did to the new day. And also my internet kept freezing. So I was just like, <laughs> I was, I just looked perplexed because for so much of it, I was perplexed at what they did to the new day. And then also my internet doesn't work. So I was just like, 
for so long, like both in stare. I was like checked out the whole rest of it. It was like it's the most hilarious watch along content because I was just so in just my like feelings this. about what they did to the new day. Oh my god, part oh, tech, part cool. terrible booking. Romeo's but. laughing at you in the chat. I'm sure he is. I'm, I'm sure he is because it you. was an unforgettable experience. It's gonna be like, oh, yeah, we no. don't need Kate on again. Uh, <laughs> Perplexed we Kate. Perplexed Kate, just <laughs> deer in headlights, but angry. Like it was, oh, uh, that was rough. I can't. But we get Cameron Grimes uh, interview and Corbin tossing Cameron Grimes here. This is an interesting use of free agentness. Um, Baron Corbin is positioned very high on NXT right now. We're headed toward uh, a program with him and, and Carmelo Hayes that I think is going to be really yep. good. I was kind of under the belief before he was working NXT. I really liked the idea of a a feud between him and Cameron Grimes and Cameron Grimes winning him over and him being a heavy. I always thought Baron Corbin is like the perfect guy to be someone's heavy because I think his greatest strength in ring especially is like when he's in against a smaller dude the way he controls pacing and the impact of his moves. He just knows how to work against high flyers extremely well. He does. So um, I think I like the idea of Baron Corbin being on this main roster, losing streak, Cameron Grimes always being on this lucky streak and Baron Corbin being like, maybe I got to get with this guy instead of against him and be in this corner. I think is something that could be really fun, but if they're headed there, they're definitely duking it out first. So we will yes. see. I'm looking forward to this. I think Cameron Grimes is great. What are your thoughts on kind of what we got backstage here and the use of Baron Corbin in general? Is it's been kind of interesting so far. I think. I mean, I did we uh, earlier saying Corbin's just out here beefing with everybody. Like he's just <laughs> that man just doesn't like anyone. Um, okay, I'm actually a huge Corbin fan. Uh, have been for years and. You know, I haven't liked his booking as of recently in general. Like, the Happy Corbin thing, hated it. Hated it. I tried. I was like, no. No. <laughs> um, I was a huge Bum Corbin fan. Huge Bum Corbin fan, and I wish they'd bring it back. But uh, as far as Cameron Grimes and him, I, I'm actually, to your point, excited to see where it goes. Do they start with beef? Because, again, the way, I'm just going to say Triple H, uh, has been putting these new call-ups over is by kind of teaming them up or putting them with somebody established on main roster. And I feel like maybe after they fight to your point, Corbin's like, okay, like this guy, maybe he can help me out. You know what I mean? Or something like that. And they end up kind of coming up together as this oddball tag team or whatever you want to do with them. But um, I'm actually more excited to see him versus Carmelo uh, down at NXT. I, kind of like this idea of some free agents here and there where they're able to kind of go wherever they need to go. Um, You know, Corbin's working double time right now uh, between the two shows uh, and get his butt beat uh, on both shows. Uh, He, he did actually stand tall tonight. So I'm assuming he'll probably lose that feud, but we'll see. Um, Again, they've been really wish-washy with Corbin. I just remember him standing across from the rock and I was like, you know, um, they're really behind this guy uh, that they have him in here with the rock and last dude to pin Roman. 
had one of the most protected finishers in the world until you kicked out of it. Like my favorite, you understand? That's my favorite finisher. End of days is my favorite finisher. And what's the other one? Six. The deep uh, six. I love it. Deep six. Deep six is great. I, I almost said six long. Jesus. I was still thinking. I was still thinking about Blue Chew. Uh, I was. Oh, but... you, you took it right out of my mouth. I love it. I love it so much. Still thinking about Blue Chew. Uh, no, but Deep Six. I love Corbin's moves. To your point, the way he works the ring, the way he works the crowd. I love his pace. Like he has so many good things going for him. They just cannot seem to figure out which gimmick they want to get with. And I'm like, and to me, Bum Corbin was actually working amazingly and i'm like why why did we let's go back let's just go back oh so, the Metcalf moss era wasn't for you that's so strange <laughs> oh hey i no. just want hey. to hey oh hello hey. it's our king how's of sour how's it going Hi. uh <laughs> it's going good I, I just i just came to show to tell everybody uh you have to watch Takeshita versus bandito on rampage it's yeah it's maybe top two matches in rampage history uh you gotta watch it so, what a rib! Just, the week we stopped reviewing I know. it. Listen, I he don't know. This is top two, though. Like I, I don't know what's. I'm saying it's it's definitely top two. It might be the best ever. I don't know what the other one is, but I want to like this is definitely the best because I can't remember every rampage match. But there's <laughs> no way there's more than one that's better than it. That no, not possible. That's so, so funny. Yeah. Bandito yeah. versus so so the week we stopped reviewing rampage at this time slot. Mm-hmm. They put on a top two match in history. Yeah. But they, they I'm also sure had they that, did it on that, purpose. They also had that Karen Jar- Karen Jarrett schmoz. So like oh, that's you know, true. You, it's you gotta, you gotta, as well. You gotta take everything, take good with the good with the bad, you know. So <laughs> too shy. Anyway, too yeah. shy. Yeah. Hey, everybody who's watching this who doesn't know, uh, I'm gonna host a sour graps episode after collision tomorrow night. Uh somebody else might show up. I don't know. But um I'll definitely do that. Fight for Select tomorrow night after Collision because it's the first ever Collision and there's going to be good stuff on it, we hope. So anyway, I just decided to show up. Just Buddy, we're, to we're getting Bud, Bud Matt versus Andrade. There's going to be some good stuff. Be that good, be good correct. Stuff Lord so, almighty, yeah, anyway. that's going to be fun. I'll probably pop over there. I think um, my Wednesday night show, The Mark Order, is doing a watch along. So I'll probably do the watch along and then head over to FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the biz with Alex for that. So join us there for, it's not going to be sour. It'll probably be a sweet sheet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bye everybody. Sorry Bye, to interrupt. Alex. No, I mean, thank I'm not you. actually sorry to interrupt, but sorry to interrupt. Bye. You're not, yeah. That man's not sorry to interrupt. And we love that for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm absolutely not sorry at all. He's like, all no. right. If he was sorry, no. he wouldn't do it every week, but we love it. Right. I love Alex. We have fun. <laughs> So we move on to Santos Escobar with Rey Mysterio versus LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. This to be extremely over. This ends with Escobar landing a kick and going for a victory roll by the ropes. Knight tries to use the ropes, but Escobar rolls through anyway and ends up getting a clean pin. Look at that. A heel getting stifled in all of his chicanery. I kind of like that about this. Uh, this was another one where... I was like, man, the women's matches aren't getting anything tonight. And then I was like, neither are the men's. Like, this was way too short for what it could have been. Uh, but I, this was fun because LA Knight is a heel, but super over. And Santos Escobar is a face and super over. Super so over. it was just, yep. yeah, wrestlers that people wanted to see. I wish we got to see more of it. 
Um, but I think it was supposed to be like a preview of Money in the Bank. Is that like all this tells me is that Escobar is probably not winning? I think, um, yeah, and I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that because I feel like it, it seems to go better, in my opinion, when heels are the ones that are holding the briefcases. It's, it's very rare that you get a like Biggie making out with the briefcase was great, like that was so much fun, <laughs> but for the most part. That briefcase is, is better as a heel heels. device because you got to be opportunistic with it. So I feel like LA Knight would do such great work with it. Oh my God. I, I'm really kind of in his corner on that one because he seems like at the right level and the right type of character to have it. Um, but I, I think you're right about that. I think Santos probably isn't going to be the one to take it either way. So having him get the win here was fun. And it's also going to be yeah. nice. Like I, I feel like LA Knight wins with cheating a lot. So forcing him to win clean and kind of pushing the story that way, I, I think is, is a lot of fun, but yeah. Um, go ahead and let us know your thoughts while I block people who are trying to fight with our moderators in the chat. Yeah, Let's see like, how that works out for you. Cause I got mod powers too. And I just blocked your ass. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> the angry blog guy is blocked. Uh, the angry blog angry. guy is angry and he's out um, here. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. To your point, I would love to see a longer match between the two. However, I do know this was just a the money in the bank, you know, two of the, the contestants in the money in the bank match. Um, and to your point, I agree. I think a hill is going to win. I had actually said the only two people I really see taking this are LA Knight or Damian Priest. Um, one two of them. Uh, because I do feel out of everyone in that match, they are the two that they're kind of behind right now and pushing. Um, and the fact that LA Knight did get a clean uh, loss tonight just kind of further, uh, you know, makes me think he's actually going to take the briefcase. So, um, again, I would like to see more. I actually really did enjoy uh, Escobar kind of thanking Ray in the ring. They did a whole backstage segment with it, like an after clip. Um, with him showing respect to Ray and Ray giving him his uh, luchador mask and all this stuff. And I was like, why are you going to do, do that in the ring? Like, you know, have him show the respect and stuff or whatever. And so you got to kind of do that and thank him. And then LA Knight came out. Yeah. Um, and so. <laughs> that was, a, uh, that was right. a good LA Knight. Yeah. That was better I was than like, did we do it right, guys? Did I do it right? <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I'm looking forward to this match. The, the men's and the women's match are all very high caliber performers in different, and they all have different strengths. And I'm just really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great match. The London crowd is going to be insane. So I'm hoping we get to see LA Knight and uh, Escobar go at it. You have some time in the ring together before some of the other men uh, stop them. So. Agreed. I'm looking forward to that for a few reasons too. The first being I'm so excited that, um, there's no former world champions in this that that makes it a lot more right. compelling to me. Like the, the stakes are yeah. a little bit higher. Um, I also, I'm a, I'm a big Pete Dunn fan and Butch fan, yes. whatever. Um, yes. and I know he's just going to get an awesome reaction. I like, if you've been he's following some my crazy con- shit, some crazy, he's stuff, gonna do some crazy shit. If you've been following Sorry. my content at all for like the past month, I've, I've been on this insane Zack Sabre Jr. Kick and I came across a Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Pete Dunn match. And I was just like, uh, joint manipulation oh for like a half hour. I was so happy, but <laughs> just like learned my little pecker car. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun that I was like, I hope we get to see that. I hope we get to see 
Pete Dunne and not Butch. Like, I, I really do. Yeah. But I've very, noticed very over the last couple months, he seems more like Pete Dunne than Butch. Uh, just even, like, the way he's kind of acting around the ring. Like, it's not as man- man- manic, I guess, as Butch was there for a while. It's it's He seems more like Pete Dunne, the way he's working the ring. So, to your point, I'm kind of hoping that's what we'll be in Money in the Bank. Agreed. Agreed. And this is my greatest fear. <laughs> this makes me nervous. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, I think so, it's... But all the, the men's match is full though, right? Yeah, you know, it was last year too and Austin Theory was just oh, in oh. it and one no reason. Um, the I was other reason I... I was pissed. Oh, I'd, understandable. Yeah. Now given everyone's like, well, he's Hill, so he did his job. I'm like, no. I was mad. I was like, Why? Why? Like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so upset. Yeah, I I feel as though um, that was the wrong way to go about it. I think the other thing with Logan Paul is he doesn't need the briefcase for a title shot. Like, he just got one against Roman after having two matches um, in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a Seth waste already. of it. And he's Any, not around. Seth at so Mania. Like, and I'm like, so is that like his rematch? Is that a way he gets a rematch with Seth, maybe? Yeah, so I'm like, you I, fought I, Roman and Seth, and then you've lost. So, And it, you already <laughs> have a story there. So if you want to run it back, um, you don't need, you don't need the, the briefcase. briefcase. Yeah, I, my concern is they're going to think him walking around with it is really, really good press. And I, I know you have a marketing background, mm, too. And I, I, I understand do. that idea, but I feel like it would be a waste because you can just heat that up whenever you want. But Champions. now that you said it, but now that you said it, and as a marketing person, yeah, and we, knowing we how WWE functions, yeah, now I see it, and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> now I see it. Oh, the briefcase is be, your night, but here we are. The briefcase is going to be on his YouTube that mm-hmm. has over whatever million followers and Agreed. God damn it. Makes me nervous. <laughs> Makes me nervous. Yes. Jay saying joint manipulation is a cake cake. Nothing wrong with that. Look. Sometimes. Hey. Just love like a good splatal and does stretch muffler. What can I say? <laughs> but we move on. We got a couple more chats, but we are going to get into all the bloodline drama, which OMG is, of course, what everybody wanted to talk about. Get in those super chats and humper chats. That's our go home segment for the night. A couple other chats to clean up before we get there. Jay Beard saying Buddy versus Andrade is a rematch of Rhea and Charlotte's <laughs> match at Mania. Uh, yeah, we've got the, the lovers on the other side of the coin here. Uh, if it's anything like Rhea and Charlotte's match was, it'll absolutely tear down the house. So I am not mad about that. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. It looks it's like for be this good. initial collision. Yeah. Is there anything you're looking forward to on Collision? I'm I'm a CM Punk gal, so I'm I'm looking forward to what we got. Um, but I am looking forward to Andrade versus. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I am looking to uh, looking forward to Andrade versus Buddy. Um. I'm looking, I, you know, I'm looking forward to the whole show. I'm kind of looking to see how it's built, how it's booked, how it's different than Rampage and Dynamite. Um, obviously, Punk is a huge focal point of this. I'm curious to see what he has to say. Uh, obviously, since they cut that whole um, promo with him 
saying, well, I don't know what I'm going to say when I get the mic in my hand. And, you know, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to the match uh, with CM Punk and FTR. Um, I, I'm looking forward to see what, what how it's different, yeah. I guess, is what I'm trying to say, and, and how they book it and how Punk runs the show. I am also very much looking forward to seeing Miro back. Yes. I have missed Miro so much, personally. And so oh, I'm very happy to I see guess. that he's going to be back on Collision. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It is Father's Day weekend. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it live because I'm taking my husband out to dinner. However, um, I will try my hardest. We'll try. We might do lunch instead uh, so, I can, <laughs> so I can watch it. <laughs> Respect. Rework the schedule a little bit. Um, but Committed I am to the game. Yes. No, I, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people who are in that camp too of just excited about the idea of more breathing room for people to be highlighted. And um, yes. like, I, I think there's a lot of excitement outside of the CM Punk aspect, which is healthy and good. Like, I, I think a yes. lot of people are also intrigued to see, is it going to be booked differently? Are matches going to be set up differently? Is the production going to look different? Like, I, I think there's going to be a lot of fun to be had there, regardless of CM Punk being on the show. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm pumped about that. And I, I'm a Samoa Joe gal, too. So if they're leaning into that oh, direction, yes. I'm like, yes. all day, all day. It's actually funny when um, I posted this on Twitter as well, but when AJ Styles was like, I'm married, bitch. And I, I automatically got like PTSD flashbacks of Samoa <laughs> Joe just stalking his wife. D. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, that was, that happened. <laughs> it did. Thing. Leave Wendy out of it. She's been through enough. Okay. She has okay. been through enough. She has. Well, we've got Collision. We've got Forbidden Door coming up. And darn it, if you want to watch Forbidden Door, if you need to go on a vacation and uh, you want it to be in a country that's a little bit more affordable, or if you just want to make sure that your connection's a little bit more secure, or you want to watch it on your cell phone, your computer, wherever you want to watch it, we recommend the best VPN in all of the entire world, quite frankly. And that's NordVPN. It's Sean Rossap. is going to tell you all about it before our main event right now. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, unlock geo-blocked content. Maybe you missed the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW+. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. And you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well, just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Your info is at risk. But you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. There you go. I think Sean just goes a little stir crazy when he's recording those pre-record ads. Like he's just unhinged <laughs> at the beginning of that one, man. He's just out of his mind. But we love him for it. We love him and we love NordVPN who's made a, a sincere, very big investment in, in Fightful. We're always thankful for their support. Hit them up 
let them know you found out about them through us, whether you subscribe to their service or not. That goes a long way when you tweet them and say, hey, I found out about you through Fightful. We appreciate it. But let's, oh, we got one more chat and then we'll dive in. More on the Carrying Cross stable idea. Jam Beard says bring in Zion and Shotzi to join Cross and Scarlet. Zion is a heavy and Shotzi is very close mm-hmm. friends with Scarlet in real life. That's right. I'm not fully very sold. true. I'm not fully sold on Cross being a stable leader yet, but I don't hate those people as pieces if you're going to build one out. That's not bad. I would see Cross more as someone else's heavy. I, I see that, him that's as a fair. Leader, per se. That's a very fair point. I don't. It's a very fair point. All right, we're going to dive into the main event, but just so you guys know, the Rampage Speed recap is United Empire defeating Chaos in the clinic, I'm told. Uh, Taya defeating Trisha Dora. That rules. I love that wow. she was on Rampage. Guess I got to go watch Rampage after I review this. The Hardys accepting the guns challenge. Mark, Papa, and Aubrey defeating Team Triple J with Aubrey getting a figure four on Karen. That's hilarious. Uh, wow. Taya talking her shit on Chris <laughs> Statlander. Stat offering an open challenge to Taya and to Keshta yeah. and Bandito in the banger that Alex was referring to before. But we've got some drama to talk I'm a, about. I'm a, Stephanie. I'm a stat stan. I just want everyone to know I'm a stat stan. And uh, is she going to be on Collision? Is that going to be her show? The title okay. alignment would make sense, right? Or no? It, it would. Because the they have title. Tony mostly on Dynamite. So. Okay, yeah. I'm hoping that could be fun. I I hope so. I love that it's a workhorse title right now. Like Jade was such a special attraction every time she was in the ring that somebody switching up the tempo, especially while the world championship is also like kind of more stretched out and how it's getting defended. I think having that like consistent presence is is something that's going to be awesome. Absolutely. So bloodline drama. I'm going to recap it all for you right now. Okay, Roman showed up with his belt and he wants to know why the wise man isn't doing his job and orders him to talk to Jay. We get Paul Heyman finding Jay Uso, apologizing to Jay for telling him the truth last week, pointing out that Jimmy doesn't miss and he has the most accurate kick in wrestling next to Jay's. He meant to kick Roman and he meant to kick Jay, Paul Heyman alleges. Jay says Mm. he is also sorry, sorry that it's either Jay uh, or Heyman in the bloodline. He says, you're still out of here if I'm in, buddy, which I appreciated. And we get to our main event segment. I was a little nervous because we had 15 minutes of time. Same. And I was, I was watching like, the clock like this. I'm like, what are they, what's happening? Like, were they, how are they going to get this in? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is, then I remembered his entrance is long and we usually finish two minutes early on the show. Um, <sighs> So, but, but they made good use of the time. They made really good use of the time, obviously with the grand finale being what it was, but this starting by Roman saying to Jay, are you in or out? And Jay saying it's either me or Heyman and the twisting and turning that Roman did in this, I thought was fantastic. He says, well, when you're you're tribal chief, you can pick whatever wise man you want. And he says that he got them to the promised land, but Jay is the one that is meant to keep them there loved that the head games man you i look i didn't have popcorn but if i did i was like oh my god oh oh my gosh like (laughs) girl when he said that line i was like wow like he's laying it on thick manipulative little 
son of a bitch over there. Man. Uh, really, really, really good. I, I loved all of that. Um, and they say that the problem isn't with Heyman, it's Jimmy. And I love the way the rest of this unfolded. Jay is conflicted, standing between Roman and Jimmy, turning to Jimmy saying, is that true? Um, love Roman reminding Jay that they weren't cheering for them like this 10 years ago. It took them 10 years to main event WrestleMania, and here they are. Jimmy was the one who had a problem with Jay being the right-hand man. Jay has been conflicted for like three years. I love this. It's so good. And he kind of goes off and says he's been trying to keep up with Jimmy his whole life. Mr. Mr. Prom King, Mr. Player of the Year. And he says, so guess what? Jimmy's out. And Jay's out too. We get super kicks to uh. Roman. The Solo pop. looking shocked. The pop I let out. <laughs> I think I scared my two-year-old. Man, oh. I, I I popped, man. Like, when he said it, oh, ah, when, it, it, was, it was done so well, the whole thing. Like, and, and you, you know, he's going off on Jimmy, and I'm just like, damn. But it's one of those things where it's like, if you have a sibling, I'm 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 an older sibling, uh, and it's one of those things where it's like my brothers even told me before. Like, I was always trying to live up to things you've done, right, or, or you know whatever it might be. That's a real thing, right? That's a real thing people can relate to if you are older or younger sibling, and um, it's just one of those things where it just it hit me here, man, because I'm like, wow, my brother told me that like six years ago, and um, but you don't love that person any less. Right. No, I'm a younger sibling and I and to, to another girl. So I think you always are just like, my older sister is so cool by default. Right. And right. it was never anything she did to me. It's just automatically there. You play the comparison game. So playing on yeah. some very, very real life things there. And I love the super kicks to solo right after, man. It feels like the bloodline is finally imploded. Finally imploded. Where do you oh, think and when this he said his going? name? Joshua. Oh, his real name. Yeah. I was Ooh. like, oh, okay. Getting we're getting real, real now. now he said joshua like but and it's weird because we just talked about with bianca and charlotte about truths right and bianca was spitting truth a lot of the stuff roman said was true a lot of the stuff jay was saying is true you know he was like you know i i wasn't main event jay uso except for you know it was it, it was because of him it's because of roman right and it's just one of those things where it's like even though jay always maybe had it we didn't see it until he was with Roman and and he's right. So it's just one of those things where like I want to see the promo that's coming, um, whether it be backstage or whatever, between Jimmy and Jay, and maybe Jimmy being confused, like you were going off on me, man, about this and that. Like, you know, I'm sorry, like whatever it might be, like that resolve, if you between the two of them, and just you know, but I'm surprised you chose me because you were going off on me and sure. then have Jay his reasoning as to why, right? Like why he finally decided this was it for him or whatever. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but it was just all done masterfully. Um, a lot of the stuff they've done with bloodline, maybe 90% of it has been just great TV. It's like literally my soap opera at Friday that I look forward to. Um, and they they finally imploded. It looks like it finally imploded. And when he said, man, when he said Jimmy is out, 
And he said, and so am I. And I was like, and I'm out too, or whatever he said. I was like, what? And he turned and kicked him. And Roman's acting. I'm, I'm sorry. He's not acting. It's real, right? Um, Real. When safe, he man. hit the ropes, he hit the ropes and he gets up and they're starting to walk away. And he's like hitting the mat, just pissed. And he's like, you don't leave me. You don't leave me. Nobody leaves me. And he's like wiping his face because he's just like, he's irate. And they both kind of look at him and they do the double super kick again uh, and lay him out. And I was like, I think I even wrote, I'm like, holy shit. Like it, it's just, it's just great TV, man. It's just great TV. Uh, they've done a tremendous job uh, with the storyline. And I don't know where it goes from here. Um because they also super kicked their brother solo. So is it going to be a, ma- I don't know. I don't know where we go. It was just great TV. Great TV. It really is. I'm intrigued to see if it was a ruse all along or if Jimmy and Jay have some resolving to do. Like you said, I think either yeah. one could be really, really good, but we've got some chats about this. Taylor Cannon saying, Hey y'all, what an episode of SmackDown. Jay Uso is amazing. Jay Uso sold me a ticket. He's so good at these emotional promos. He really is. He really is. And Anthony Velasquez saying that main event segment was perfect. And they really sold me a ticket. I really thought Jay was going to side with Roman, but finally Jay super kicked Roman and both Usos kicked him. I was laughing with joy. I am so intrigued to see what happens next. It feels like they might be headed towards Jay dethroning Roman at SummerSlam, which would be an incredible story and much faster than I I thought we were originally going to be pacing this out to go. What are yeah. your thoughts on where this goes next? Or do you care? Are you just kind of like, I'm here for the ride. Let's go. I'm kind of in between the two. Like, I do like to obviously try and guess, not guess, but like see a path, like where we might be going. That's the adult, uh, a wrestling Smart. fanatic in me. Yeah. The, yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, pull the mark. Uh, but, or... The other part of me is like, I'm enjoying this so much. I just kind of want to see where it takes it. Another great moment I just want to point out was when Jay was walking to the ring and Sammy's sitting there. And Sammy doesn't say a thing to him. And he just looks at him. And Jimmy or Jay looks at him and they're looking at each other. And Sammy just gets up and walks away. And I'm like, that that moment to me said so much without saying anything at all. And it's it's my way of thinking, Sammy, looking at him going, this is your opportunity to end this, right? What, and he didn't have to say that, but you knew exactly what he meant when he looked at Jay. And I was just like, damn, man, like they've done such a great job with this. Sammy and Kevin haven't even interacted with them really at all since Mania. And that's all you needed was, was that moment. Um just to know exactly what Sammy was saying to him without saying it. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just great. I think for SummerSlam, when you have a reign as long as Romans, do you end this at SummerSlam? Do you end it at Mania? He had three belts in the ring. I'm like, I thought the whole point of the one belt was so you don't have to carry <laughs> the other two belts. So I'm like really confused now. Cause I'm like, why does he have three belts? Like, that's still that's confusing me uh a bit as far as that goes but if jay does go after it does he pick a belt to go after 
or is it just the one? Like, I, I just, I'm a little confused by that, but... I feel like if you were going to split the belts, you missed the opportunity to do that because now you have the heavyweight one on Raw. I don't think you have a brand for it to exist on if you try and split them now. But you're right in that it's confusing that he's carrying around three belts. Um, I said this, and I think Alex Pulaski, who was on here before, said this too. Like, something feels like, I don't know if Roman got a movie gig of a lifetime or whatever, but it feels like this was going to take another cycle to get to Mania. And now it kind of feels like everything got expedited all of a sudden. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm intrigued to see about that. Jay Beard with a, a good chat. And I, I like this idea because it would actually make a new star. Here's a long shot idea. Solo also mm-hmm. eventually turns on Roman. And he's the one to take the title. Um, my issue is th- exactly that. It feels like it should happen at Mania, but it also feels like there's just not enough gas left in the tank to get us all the way there. I don't want to see the bloodline fall apart and then a bunch of intermittent feuds and then Jey Uso comes back to dethrone him. That feels very ill-planned to me. And I yeah. at this point, I don't want to see anybody but Jay winning that title. There's not a single... Right? Solo, solo, maybe. Like, solo... I, I think- that could be interesting, but I don't think that takes that long either. And it it feels like... If you like... do want to extend it, someone did mention doing the Usos versus um, Roman and Solo at SummerSlam. Maybe Solo turns on Roman. Oh, sorry. And then you do Jay versus Solo, right? Um, or maybe do Jay versus Solo at SummerSlam. But there are ways to extend it. I just, to your point... Can it get to Mania? Because you do Eight have what months. money in the bank. Yeah. You have money in the bank. You have SummerSlam. You have Survivor Series. I think they announced Payback is coming back. Um, then you have Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and then Mania. That's eight pay-per-views, right? Eight, eight pay-per-views till you get to Mania. And it's like <sighs> I I don't know if they can extend it that long. So to your point. This may need to end at SummerSlam somehow. Um, and I don't want anyone else but Jay. So even even if it's Solo, because I think it'd be a big money-making moment for Solo. Like maybe Solo's been with his brothers with all this all along. Um, I could see that being a big twist in this, is that Solo was sticking by Roman to keep an eye on him for his brothers. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I do want Jay to win this now. I feel like it's a good coming around of how this all started, which was just sure. Ruben and Jay. And they know? emphasized so. that tonight. They said the three years thing, like over and over again. And it's a it's an important point. It feels like it started there. If you weren't going to do it with Drew and you weren't going to do it with Sammy and you weren't going to do it with Cody, it's got to be or Jay, Seth. in my opinion. Or Seth. Yep. I think it's a, it's an interesting one. I'm I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I feel like... Now that the bloodline is over, it should be Jay's at SummerSlam, but we'll we'll see what see. the heck happens, Miss Stephanie. But that is our show for tonight. Thank you so much for for joining me. This was a whole bunch of fun. Um, yes, we have a a lot going on this weekend. We've got Collision coming up with a brand new post show. We've got Ask Graps or just regular Grapsy, not Ask Grapsy as well. <laughs> Uh, and then my week starts again on Sunday. So I'm going to be at the Mark Order podcast doing a watch along. I'll probably hop on Fightful Select 
for um, the collision post show on the select side of things. But before I get into the rest of my long list of plugs, uh, which I'm very blessed to have, no complaints there. Uh, please tell the people uh, where they can can find you to the fullest extent of a law because you're a, a great voice here in, in wrestling media, and everybody should go follow you and find you. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you again for having me on. Uh, of course. People have been tagging me for literally, I think, like a year or so to uh, join Miss Kate on a show, uh, which gotcha. is which I was like, whenever it works, it works. Uh, but I'm glad that you invited me. I'm glad to be here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Hypes. You can find me on Instagram at Stephanie Hypes with two S's because it is double the fun. And <laughs> you can find me every other Sunday on the True Hill Heat channel. On Serving Face and Hills, where me and my tag team partner, Miss Chrissy Love, talk about women's wrestling, uh, all women's wrestling. We do take, uh, obviously, match, suggest match suggestions and other things like that. Um, any topics you want us to talk about in regards to women's wrestling, we will cover. So come join us every other Sunday. Um, happy Father's Day to all the dads in that. Um, and thank you again for having me. Oh, my gosh. It was a pleasure. I'm glad. We got you in here. We had an absence, I was saying to Stephanie before we went on for our NXT show on Tuesday of last week and people were tagging you and I, I saw the, the tags coming up and I was like, if it were any other show, man, because that Tuesday show, we do some weird shit over there. I was like, I'm not bringing this girl on for her first time at Fightful to do that show. God, I'm, God love you. I would never put someone through that on their on their first time. It's one of my favorite things to do, but not the like I'm game. you're an outside I'm game guest. for anything, girl. Oh I'm game we, for anything. I got you. <laughs> we do puns and impressions. It's not a it's a variety show. It's not even a post show at this point, but it is a whole bunch of fun. I was glad tonight <laughs> opened up and that we got to to bring you on. Yes. There's a lot of um a lot of love for you in the chat. Stephanie was amazing. I I really Stephanie, I'm gonna assume that Matt really likes Stephanie and hope she comes back for a show. This is a blast. <laughs> um thank you, yes teacher. absolutely thank you so much <laughs> but so i will do my collision stuff tomorrow sunday is on fightful overbooks it's kate and joel call it in the ring i'm not sure what we're gonna do with that because he is also a dad so i'll see what his father's day schedule is but i'm gonna see him at forbidden door in toronto the following week so looking forward to that monday's on fightful select doing the sour grabs raw post show tuesday's on the main channel doing that wacky little nxt post show that i was just referencing before wednesdays at the mark order thursdays doing the roh half of our roh and impact review with righteous reg and fridays right here holding down the i almost said AEW rampage but not anymore just the smackdown post show here on the fightful main stephanie thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate you hopping in and we'll definitely get you back around one of these times we really appreciate you being here absolutely thank you guys again and have awesome. a great weekend. Thank you so much, Miss Kate. Yes, have a wonderful collision weekend. Have a safe weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We'll see you next time.